Okay, welcome everyone, and uh, it's great to uh, great to be here today. I've got uh, Daniel Welling and Simon Butler with me, um, and we are hosting a podcast on cyber anxiety. Um, this is the first of a series that we're going to be doing, and really the the background to this is is very much around uh, the thoughts around cybersecurity. We know lots and lots of businesses who are very, very well aware of the importance of cybersecurity and having good uh, processes in place and good technology in place for cyber cybersecurity. But we also recognise that actually MSPs uh, and also other IT organisations alike uh, um, often actually uh, experience a lot of anxiety around the fact that they probably feel it's a, it's, a, it's a subject matter and a subject area that they really should know a lot more about than maybe they do. So hopefully... Uh, Simon and Daniel, uh, uh, alongside myself, will be able to clear up some of the some of the real challenges that um, the businesses experience on a day to day basis around cybersecurity and the anxiety that creates. So, welcome, guys. Uh, it's great to catch up, and uh, I'm looking forward to, uh, to 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 really hearing from the experts in the room and uh, um, and, and getting your thoughts on on, on how businesses can uh, can get some real quick wins around around the challenges around cybersecurity. Um, so the first that we're really going to talk about today is, is is a bit of a mainstream one, but actually it's an interesting topic of conversation, I think, and uh, and it's MFA, multi-factor authentication. Now, I think most businesses know that it's a really great way to, to secure your tenant and also your client's tenant, um, but actually, um, do we think that, um, guys, do we think that it's being used to its full potential? So, Simon, I'm going to kick off with you. I don't know. What, what are your thoughts? To be honest, I don't think it is being used by most MSPs fully. Uh, Microsoft have introduced some uh, some new features that um, can enhance what MFA does and also allow the uh, the end user in particular to be more uh, proactive with uh, how they're managing their MFA sessions to ensure that uh, someone's not trying to compromise them. Um, and... It's just a matter of t- turning it on for a lot of people. Um, fortunately, I've I've written a blog posting about this, which we're going to post alongside this uh, <coughs> this article. And um, you know, it, it goes on to you know a few things that MSPs can quickly do that can significantly enhance the the MFA experience for um, for their own users and for their uh, for their um, end users of their clients. So, Joanie, you know, quick examples of that, Simon, and, and you know some of the some of the quick wins that, that businesses can get today, really, from do um, you know from MFA. Well, the first thing I always do when I'm setting up a new tenant is I brand the uh, the tenant login experience. This means that uh, the end user will see their company logo. Uh, that could also include um, a message um, that indicates why they're seeing it and what to do if they are not expecting to see that response. But it also means that um, a bad actor who's trying to compromise that uh, client won't necessarily know it's being branded. So if the uh, end user sees a generic screen, they know that that's potentially not a legitimate uh, login prompt. And that should result in a call to their MSP to go, hang on a minute, something's gone wrong here. And I'm seeing a prompt I'm not expecting or does not look the same as... Uh, what I'm normally used to, so that's very simple, and it also means that um, you know the MSP, you know, can get their message across in a little bit of text underneath the login screen to say, look, if you're not expecting this, call us. Um, the one thing I do say is that if you're putting that message on, you put a phone number, not an email address, so that the end user actually phones up 
so that if a compromise has already happened, the bad actor can't get hold of it. So that's a really easy thing, and that's something I always do. That's the first thing I always do. It also has the advantage for the MSP of they know which tenant they're working on when they're uh, working on the uh, on the, the tenant itself in their portal because they'll see the branding, uh, which is another good reason for the MSP to do it as it, it helps with the overall experience for the end user. They sort of feel more like it's their tenant because it's got their branding, their colour scheme or whatever on it. Fantastic. Thanks, Simon. Um, Daniel, what, what are your thoughts? I mean, in, 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 particularly around the, the, the kind of commercial uh, implementation, the commercial deployment and application of, of some of the things that Simon's talked about. What, what, what's the, what, what are the kind of challenges and impacts sometimes that, that, that MSPs in particular can come across around, around this? Uh, yeah, well, I, I love I love love the uh, the tip actually about having the having the branding on there. Um, it's not it's not something I hear uh, too, too too often, and it and it does make does make a lot of sense, and, and actually folds nicely into the the uh, the the other layer that's probably or should be being employed here um, uh, around the end user, which is um, in particular uh, education, security awareness, and um, and and yeah. As Simon was describing, it sounds like it, it, it folds folds nicely into that. Um, I, I guess um, this this sounds like a pretty simple um, simple thing to do, but uh, there is time involved in this, um, presumably. Um, so uh, I guess my first question would be, how how are we accounting for that time? Um, is this something that uh, is uh, is being built into the pricing the client pays the MSP, um, or is this uh, something that the MSP should be uh, charging uh, separately for? It's a good question, isn't it? I don't. Um, certainly, I know you know. There's well more and more. Uh, every MSP that now goes into any kind of uh, uh, scenario or tender, um, it, it often finds themselves in a competitive situation. So price is 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 a challenge, obviously. In the current world today, costs are going up in a lot of instances. So, Simon, what are your what are your thoughts around that, and how how MSP should really yeah, uh, counteract that? Yeah, well, it's it's a difficult one to answer because, in some respects, you could say that you know it should just be done part and parcel of as part of the setup of the uh, of the tenant, um, you know. But it can also be a good way to demonstrate you know, what the MSP can do for the tenant. You know, um, we all know that when selling to upper management, sometimes, you know, something that looks nice can win better. <laughs> so you can sort of, you know, if, if you're actually making a thing that we're going to brand it, we're going to make it look like it is your tenant, whereas another MSP comes along and just says, well, we're just going to deploy, you know, Office 365 and we're not going to do any of this more um, nice kind of things to just sort of make it look more professional and more integrated within the business because ultimately the MSP you know wants to wants the client to feel like you know it's a partnership and all this sort of stuff and so anything the MSP can do to to improve that you know that feeling towards the end user um, and the, the, the decision makers of the end user is going obviously going to help them when it comes to winning those deals you know if you go and look at a, a tenant and it's got no branding you can immediately turn around and say look if you take us on as your msp we'll immediately you know make this match your color scheme and all this sort of stuff and you know so while it might not be something they can initially charge for it could be an easy way to win um 
um, a job because the other MSP, either because they, they can't find a way to charge for it or they don't know how to do it or they can't be bothered, um, has simply hasn't done. So it might be that might be a neat, nice, easy way to get in to that uh, potential customer. It's Great. definitely one of those potentially tiny noticeable things, isn't it? It's actually is quite more, a bit more tangible than some of the stuff that goes on behind the scenes that, that maybe is much more meaningful, but doesn't really get recognized. So uh, guys, no, really, um, it's really, 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 really interesting stuff. Um, I mean, Dan, I don't know how that tallies with your thoughts, because obviously, I guess being on the, uh, you know, being on that side, being on the MSP side of it and having to deliver these things where the expectation is, you know, perhaps not, not off, or not always fairly that actually an MSP once they take on someone's estate and once they take on the management of, uh, of of IT essentially for a business that they'll just kind of take care of everything and that anything else then becomes a really really difficult conversation. What, what's your sort of experience of that? Yes, yeah, it's, it's very it's it's a very tricky situation for for a lot of MSPs to uh, uh, to, to to manage. I, I guess there's establishing what your policy should be um, from uh, from pricing. Um, and, uh, and 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 therefore your your business model really, um, but probably the the key thing that most MSPs I think struggle with is having the the bandwidth to deliver that message and manage that transition or implementation of that pricing policy to their customers. So I harp on a lot about the role of account management um, as being one of one of the the key pillars in any in any MSP structure. Um, and uh, and so there's probably a lot of MSPs out there that that um, feel they can uh, 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 justify either charging more on an ongoing basis for this and future changes that will need to be implemented, or on a one-off basis to to pick and choose um, such um, you know this and uh, and numerous other. Uh, uh, aspects that I'm sure Simon can can regale us on, um, but uh, but it's it's getting that message out to the customer, having the conversation with them, educating them. Um, I really like Simon's point about um, using it as a new business uh, tool. Um, uh, that that absolutely is um, is is key, and it and you know I I recall back to to, to my my days of um, new business generation and. Um, uh, uh, what one of one of the th the things I would do is uh, is always look at the MX records um, of uh, of a prospect I'm going to see, and uh, and if they had one MX in, back in the old days before Office 365, if they had an Exchange server and they had one IP address, um, you know I could immediately go in and 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 describe to them the frailty of of email delivery that they have, and and interject that. That that doubt that you know if their current MSP is is not uh, is not covered that then what else haven't they covered and yeah. you know, it, it it really opens the opens the floor so I, I really I really like that um, that suggestion from uh, from from Simon um, and uh, uh, and it's something that you can do you know with 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 them um, and uh, and and they can you know they can see so it's you know it's it's not not in any way uh, underhand. Um, uh, it's something that they can they can be involved in. Um, so uh, so yeah, I, I think the re reality is that even if something takes five minutes um, uh, to to do, it doesn't take five minutes. It takes half an hour because you've got to log in, um, you've got to communicate to the the, the client that you're doing it, um, you've got to uh, communicate to the end users what's going to happen, what they should expect to see differently, um, and uh, and nothing goes 
ways to plan so i'm saying half an hour perhaps it's an hour um you know and if you've if you've got um uh, if you've got 100 100 365 tenancies that you're looking after we, we've got 100 hours there that ne that need yeah. to be accounted for um so mm -hmm. uh, so yeah I, i've either uh, the the monthly rate should reflect this and future changes um and and that requires a conversation with a customer or you charge on a one-off basis and that requires a conversation with a customer <laughs> um uh, uh, but but certainly i think everyone should be talking to their customers about this um because it you know it's so so important yeah no brilliant Dan daniel thank you and, and i think what what's really interesting on both you know the, the my takeaway from from both of what you both said is that actually it's the um it's that human interaction we're talking obviously about technology multi-factor authentication is a is a really key and crucial part of of everyone's day-to-day -day lives now and and it's one of those things that we you know when we log into our bank you know online banking for example it's something that we just do you know as a almost a second nature now um but actually uh communicating that requirement for different elements of, of our day-to-day -day lives is is very much uh, that human interaction and uh, and how we go about managing that i think is is the big is the big takeaway today um so um, to finish up, guys, thank, thank you both for, for your input. Simon has pulled together some some really really interesting uh, content that we will be uh, that we will be putting out into the uh, into the, into the public domain as a, uh, as a follow up to this. So so please, if you get the opportunity, please check that out. Um, uh, there will be some follow up uh, sessions that we're going to be doing uh, on on slightly different topics around around cyber anxiety. But um, but for now, um, Simon, Daniel, thank you so much for your time, and uh, it's been great catching up, and uh, we look forward to doing it again soon. Thanks ever so much and looking forward to the next one. Yep, thank Take you care, guys. Yes. See you later.